What's going on everybody? I hope you guys are having a great week. You already know it's your boy Mr. PVO and we back at it with another episode of PVO Gems. Let's go. This is the book review where I review a book and drop its gems. Alright, so for uh chapter two. Chapter two is quite lengthy, so we're gonna break it down into two parts. So today is part number one of chapter two titled Desire. So chapter two starts off talking about Edwin C. C. Barnes, who had one goal, and his one goal was to work with Thomas Edison. Did he become a partner of Edison? Did he or did he not? Yeah, you'll find out. Um so yeah, pretty much he was a young man. His goal his dream was to become a partner of the greatest inventor on earth thomas a edison he was broke he had no special technical skills and you know what he said i don't care my goal is to work with thomas edison so in one day in 1905 he decided to go sell all of his things and move to west orange new jersey where he would work for thomas edison and let's see if he became a partner so let's see the first thing says he made his way from the railroad tracks to Thomas Edison's office. His mind was at work. He saw himself standing in Edison's presence. He heard himself asking Mr. Edison for an opportunity. Barnes' desire was not a hope. It was not a wish. It was a keen, pulsating desire. Page 38. So basically, this guy wanted to go work for Thomas Edison. He had it said in his mind that that's what he wanted to do. And that's what it was. That was his, his whole M.O. So let's see, page 39 says, Barnes succeeded because he chose a definite goal. He placed all of his energy, all of his willpower, all of his efforts at the at the back of that goal. That's found on page 39. So basically, he had a goal. He put his whole mind, body, and soul into that goal. And it panned out. But in his own mind, he was the partner of Edison every minute of the time. So he wasn't a partner of Thomas Edison yet, but in his own mind, he visualized himself as a partner of Thomas Edison. Remember that word, that's a key word right there, visualization, visualize. He created a plan by which to attain purpose. That's also found on page 39. So he created a plan and his plan was successful because he was able to pull it off. He stood by his desire until it became the dominated obsession of his life and finally a fact. That's also found on page 39. So basically, this guy put everything aside in his life because he said, you know what? And with his whole mind, body, and soul, he said, this is going to happen. This is going to work. I will be a, become a partner of Thomas Edison. And with his plan and his dominating obsession, it finally became a fact. Every person who wins in an undertaking must be willing to burn his ships, cut off all sources of retreat. Only by doing so, can one be sure of maintaining that state known as a burning desire to win, essentially to success? That one's deep because that one is just basically stating that, you know, sometimes in life, you got to cut off all your resources. You got to go. I don't want to say start from rock bottom, but you got to start from the bottom and just build your way up. If it's a really a burning desire, if it's something that you really, really, really want to do, you got to start from the ground up. You got to start from the ground up because once you do that and you have no one, nowhere to turn and nowhere, no one to turn to, that's when that desire shows up. Do you really want to win or is it, is it a little facade? But once it's a burning desire, essentially you're going to become successful.
not bring riches but desiring riches with a state of mind that becomes an obsession then planning definite ways and means to acquiring riches and backing those plans with persistence which does not recognize failure will bring riches that's deep too because that just means man you gotta go hard you gotta plan you gotta plan planning is the key to success you know not everybody i'm not a, the greatest planner i'm not gonna lie but i'm working on it i'm working on planning to do things just sitting down and just planning things out and just getting things done you know and you just got to put your whole 100 percent into it persistence you got to be persistent at certain things you know sometimes you 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 get an l you take an l it's not an l it's a lesson you got to learn that's failure you got to recognize failure and you got to capitalize on that don't make an excuse figure it out desire for riches can be transmuted into its financial equivalents consisting of six definite practical steps so basically there's six steps here and I'm going to break them down to you. So the first step is fix your mind the exact amount of money you desire. It's not sufficient merely to say, I want plenty of money. Be definite as to the amount. I'm going to go through the six and then I'll come back to it again. The second one is determine exactly what you intend to give in return for the money you desire. The third, establish a definite date when you intend to possess the money you desire. The fourth, create a definite plan for carrying out your desire for carrying out your desire sorry and begin at once whether you are ready or not put this plan into action fifth write out a clear concise statement of the amount of money you intend to acquire name the time limit for its acquisition state and what you intend to give in return for the money and describe clearly the plan through which you intend to accumulate it wow and lastly read your written statement aloud twice daily once just before retiring at night and once after you arise in the morning as you read, see and feel and believe yourself already in possession of the money. That's found on page 42 and 43. So we're going to go back and we're going to go and break each one down. Number one, fix your mind on the exact money that you desire. So basically, it's not enough to say I want plenty money. How much is plenty money? You got to put a quantitative number on that. You know, you can say I want 10 mils. Shout out to my dog, Cam. 100 mils is not enough. You know, there's a number on it. There's a number on the amount that you, you see yourself worth what you want to make. The second, determine exactly what you intend to give in return for the, so for the money. So what are you going to do? What business are you going to open? What are you going to do to gain this money? What are, what's going to be your, what are people going to pay into you to get this money? What are you going to send to the people? What are you going to, what product are you going to serve? What services are you going to provide? What are you going to do? Thirdly, establish a definite date when you're entitled to possess the money. Okay, so pick a date. You know, you got to you gotta pick a date. You got to give a goal so that you know if you achieved your goal or not. Two years down the line, three years, four years, 10 mil. I'll give you an example. I want to make $10 million make off of podcasting, off of selling products, you know. And look, see the goal that I'm giving? It's not even a definite goal. I'm not giving you the exact type of goal that I should be giving you. I'm going to give you one at the end of this, though. Then you got to create a plan for carrying out your desire Begin at once, whether you're ready or not. Are you ready? Come on, you got to stay ready. If you got a plan and you want to make riches, you got to just go. You have an idea? Try it out. Who knows? Try it out. Just go. Create a plan. Go create a plan for what you want to do. Try out what you want to do and who knows what's going to happen. You won't know if you don't try. You won't know if you don't try. Then you got to write a clear and concise statement about the amount of money you intend to acquire. You want to name the time limit for the acquisition state. And what you intend to give in return for the money. 
So write a statement out. I want to make this amount of money by this date doing this. And read it to yourself every day. Write it out first. Once you write it out, the last step says read it out every morning and every night before you go to sleep. That's your affirmation. You got to affirm certain things to yourself. You got to tell yourself certain things. If you say it and you believe it and you feel it and your whole body is in the same. Oh, my goodness. If your whole body's in it, your whole body, your soul, your mind, your heart, everything's in it. How can it not happen? How can it not happen? The thing about it is some people think their whole body and mind and soul is in it, but you're really not in it. I have that problem. Sometimes I think, you know, like, oh, yeah, I'm putting my whole mind, body, and soul into it. But no, sometimes you're working on too many different things at once. So you can't put your whole body, mind, and soul into it. Look at the Edwin C. Barnes. He put his whole mind. He stopped everything. He put his whole mind, body, and soul into his craft. And look, it panned out. So it just goes to show that, you know what? This is possible. This can happen. I believe reading these, hearing these stories and reading these stories, I believe it can happen. I know these, I know some success stories of people that it's happened to, you know, and it's just, these are the steps. These are the things that we have to do. I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to be living proof of how this works, how these six steps work. Money conscious means that the mind has become more thoroughly saturated with the desire for money that one can see oneself already in possession of it. Page 43. So you got to you gotta visualize. You got to already have that mindset in your head that, you know what, like, yeah, like, I'm going to get money. The money that you're going to get, you're going to get. You're going to be, you know, you're going to, when you get it, it's going to be like, okay, like, whatever, that's fine. Like, I picture myself having it. Then you just got to keep it. You got money management. That's important, too. That's another topic for another day. But you just got to be able to see yourself with it. Visualize yourself with it. You must realize that all who have accumulated great fortunes first did a certain amount of dreaming, hoping, wishing, desiring, and planning before they accumulated money. That's found on page 44. And yeah, man, that's crazy. If you think about it, you have to do some dreaming. You have to do some hoping, some wishing. You got to plan. You got to plan. Some people get rich by accident. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, maybe they didn't have a plan. But in order to be successful, and if that's what you want to do, you have to plan. You have to plan ahead. You got to plan for the future. That's the only way you're going to succeed. If you do not see great riches in your imagination, you'll never see them in your bank balance. Page 44. That just goes to show you got to be a dreamer. If you want something, you got to be able to visualize yourself with it. If you can't visualize yourself with something, that means you're not meant to have it. You should be able to visualize yourself with anything in this world. You know, and once you're visualizing yourself with it, if it's meant to be, it'll be. You just got to work at it and you got to keep going. There is one quality which one must possess to win. And that is a definiteness of burning desire to possess it. So if you want to be a winner, you got to be a winner at heart. You got to have that burning desire. You heard a burning desire to be a winner. Deep down inside, you always want to win. No matter what you do, no matter what you touch, no matter where you go, you just want to win. I want everybody around me to win. I want my circle to win. I want your circle to win. I want anybody listening to this pod to win. Anybody reading this book, I want them to win because winning is important. You have to win and you have to possess that this burning desire to win you have to you want those riches you got to be a winner this world requires practical dreamers who can and will put their dreams into action so in this day and age every invention that comes out everything that has been created every coin crypto coin that's been created every altcoin that's been created every business that's come out has been has was started by someone who had a dream right so you have to be able to dream you have to be able to put your dreams into action you got it you got to do it because if you don't do it you never try you never know tolerance and an open mind are practical necessities of the dreamer today those who are scared of new ideas are doomed 
before they start page 46 this is gold this is like an example in today's day and age all of the older generation of parents who don't know how to use smartphones that well who don't know about cryptocurrencies and who don't know about all these things when the world possesses and when the world progresses sorry and everything is moving forward they these people know disrespect but they will be left behind because you can't fall behind. You got to keep moving. You got to keep moving. This day and age, everything is fast. It's fast paced. Technology changes every week. Something changes. So you got to be able to roll with the punches. In planning to acquire your share of the riches, let no one influence you to scorn the dreamer. Page 486. There are a lot of haters out here. There are a lot of people who are watching people. There are a lot of people who are watching people's things, the people with things people do and they're just haters there are a lot of people who are going to talk you out of it some of them might not be even be haters they might just be like no man you know you're you're doing too much you're putting your whole body mind and soul into this like take some time for yourself like take a break take a rest and you know what they're not haters they're just looking out for you right but the people that tell you you can't do something like that doesn't make sense like why are you doing it some people they might not be haters too they just might genuinely not believe in what you wanted to do like for example when Henry Ford was building that V8 engine. He told them that it can be done. They said no. They were saying no, 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 no. He was saying yes, 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 yes. He didn't let them scorn him. He didn't let anybody bring him down and eventually it got created. If the thing you wish to do is right and you believe in it, go ahead and do it. Put your dream across and never mind what they say. If you meet, if you are met with temporary defeat, for they perhaps don't know that every failure brings with it the seed of an equivalent success. Page 46, 47. Every L you take, there's a lesson from it. You learn that lesson and then you don't duplicate that L. That's the equivalent seed of success right there. Henry Ford was an example. Thomas Edison was an example. Abraham Lincoln was an example. The Wright brothers were as an example page 47 those guys were all examples of people who said that they couldn't get things done nobody said nobody told the wright brothers that oh hey yeah you can create something that's gonna fly in the air but they look they created airplanes no one told henry ford about car like he said oh yeah you know what um you can't you can't build a car it's gonna be horse and buggy so boom he built a motor like that's crazy don't let anybody hold you back don't let anybody hold you back Let's talk about macaroni uh, his name starts with a G. I can't really, I don't want to butcher it. But Macaroni is the person who created the, the radio. His people took him to the psych ward because he told people that he could create something that would allow people to communicate through the airwaves. That's found on page 48. They thought he was crazy. Can you believe that? They thought the guy was crazy because he thought of an invention. He thought there has to be a way that people can communicate over the airwaves. And he was able to create that invention. And his people thought he was crazy. They brought him into the psych ward. I don't want to say, you know what, that doesn't mean his people are haters. At the end of the day, they just thought he was crazy. They just never believed in him. They didn't believe. They didn't have that burning desire in them. A burning desire to be and to do is start, the starting point from which the dreamer must take off. Dreams are not born in indifference, laziness, or lack of ambition. Page 48. So, yo, you got to be a go-getter. You got you to gotta have that dream and you got to be working towards it. You got to put all of your strength into it. You got to you got to go. You got to go because if you're lazy, if you don't have if you lack that amb ambition, if you don't think that you can do it, you're not going to be able to do it. Right. The turning point in those who usually succeed usually come at the moment of some crisis through which they are introduced to their other selves. Page 49. So in order for you to succeed, sometimes you got to hey, you got to hit rock bottom. Things got to be so low for you. And it's just like, oh, man, like how am I going to get out of this rut? 
And then once you're, you're, it's one of those things, your back's against the wall. Like I said earlier, you have nothing, no one to retreat on. You know, you got no backup. You got to just do what you got to do. It's do or die. And you don't want to die, so you got to do. That's when it, that's when that burning desire in your body shows. There's a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. No one is ready for a thing unless, until he believes he can acquire it. The state of the mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. Open-mindedness is essential for belief. If you can't be open-minded, if you can't see certain things, if you can't visualize certain things and your mind is not open, how are you going to receive certain blessings, certain riches when the time comes? You're not going to be able to receive it because you're not going to be able to see it because your mind is closed. So you got to open your mind. You got to try new things. You got to do different things and you just got to give it a shot because if once you don't give it a shot, like I said, I'm going to keep saying this. You won't know unless you try. Remember, no more effort is required to aim high in life, to demand abundance and prosperity than is required to accept misery and defeat, page 51. So that just goes to show that if you want abundance and prosperity, you got to aim high for it. The same effort you put into that is the same effort if you do nothing and you just, you're just you just going to accept misery and defeat and you don't want to be defeated because I know I don't want to be defeated. So I'll have I'll do what I have to do in order to make sure that, you know, my mind's open enough that I can I can aim high enough to, to demand the abundance and prosperity that I, I deserve, that I believe that I deserve, you know. And uh, there's a poem on page 51 and 52, which I'm going to read. Okay, it starts with I bargain with life for a penny and life would pay no more. However, I begged at evening when I counted my scant tea store. For life is just an employer, he gives you what you ask. But once you have set the wages, why you must bear the tasks. I work for my menial hire only to learn dismayed that any wage I had asked of life, life would have willingly paid. Boom, that's crazy. Listen to that. Anything you, any wage you would have asked of life, life would have willingly paid. So why would you ask for a low wage? If you're going to ask anybody for a wage, you're going to ask for a high wage. You're going to be like, yo, yeah, like I want like 30,000, 50,000, whatever a month, you know, that's what you're going to do. So don't sell yourself short. If you have to go out and do a little, some, some hard work at the beginning so that you can enjoy the fruits of your labor later, why not do that? That's okay. That makes sense that works but all right that's the end of uh chapter two part one we're gonna end the whole chapter off next um next book club next episode the next part is from page 52 all the way to page uh 66 and the next part of the chapter is called desire outwits mother nature but in the meantime make sure you guys follow me on pvo gems make sure you listen to my podcast pvo gems and make sure you let me know if there's anything i can do to be better y'all appreciate y'all wait wait before you leave i hope you didn't forget to subscribe or comment or rate the pod follow pvo gems on twitter instagram apple muse apple podcast sorry google Podcasts, spotify everywhere wherever you listen to your podcast and make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend thank you guys appreciate you